We we finished the manhunt. We found we found Angus the shape shifting badger. Yeah. Oh. He 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 went through. He was on a he was on a rampage for many months. Yeah. Scourge of the finger legs. Yes. But we found ladies and gentlemen, we got him. Thank goodness. Yeah. It was the most high profile manhunt in the area. You saw it on all the newspapers. In the history of the area. In the history of the area. That's right. It must be so hard to find a shape-shifting badger. Yeah. It really wasn't easy. I mean, he spent half the time looking like Carl Palladino, and people were like, well, I don't want to touch him. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's Carl. I'll stay away. But now we can celebrate 716 Day in Peace. Yes. 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 And also, they caught uh, Bo Burnham. Was that his name? Bo Burnham? Was that that guy's name? That's the, uh, the comedian. Yeah. Well, hopefully they caught him too. <laughs> <laughs> Mike Mike Burnham. Who's it? Who is the piece of shit guy? Ah, fucking who cares? Yeah, really, Whatever. who cares? Anyway, but, you know it's funny. Uh, I guess this guy's dog went back there and like found him, and and uh, it was just some guy's backyard. There were some trees. The guy went back there and said, "Hey, what's going on?" He's like, in, in the in the escape convict Burnham or whatever. He's like, I'm just camping. And the guy goes, okay. Runs inside and calls 911. <laughs> and I guess uh, they gave the dog a steak dinner that night. Now, that is a good boy. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. That is a heckin' good boy. Uh, yeah. Ernest would have just hung out with him. Yeah. Right. <laughs> er- Ernest would have helped him commit more crimes. <laughs> right, yeah, he's like, you got, you got cocaine? Let's yeah. do cocaine. <laughs> do you need a partner? <laughs> <laughs> well, oh. we, you know, we, we've had a lot of festivals this past two weekends. Yeah. So Taste of Buffalo. Mm-hmm. You know, we've got the Italian Fest, Burger Fest. I'm sure a bunch of other fucking shit. Mm-hmm. I think some church had some garbage going on. The church garbage the festival? Church, the church, yeah, the church the, garbage the, festival. The annual church garbage festival. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's go to the church garbage festival, shall we? Mm-hmm. Right. Let's do it. But look, until the church has the all-you-can-eat wafer contest, yes, uh, right. they're all garbage festivals. Yeah. Take I mean, that they, queen of heaven. They really need to implement that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, imagine how much more lit a lawn fate would be. Right. Just just throwing it out there. Mm-hmm. You know, that might be an idea for our next Christmas show, our live shows that yeah. we do. Mm-hmm. We could get, By we could, a bunch of, you know, obviously un- unblessed. Unblessed wafers. Pre- pre-blessed. Right. Well, no. We don't well, no, no, blessed. I'm sorry. But before they're blessed. I yeah, mean. prior to blessing yeah. wafers. Right. Yeah. Has- I'm sure, hashtag blessed. I'm sure you can get them on Amazon, right? Yeah. Uh, Order a bunch of those, and then we'll have people enter. Yeah. You get them from, like, the church outlet store. (laughs) (laughs) You get them on sale. (laughs) They're close to expiration, so you get them. But you got to wash them down with church wine. Yeah. So we'll have to find that, too. I mean, I feel like it's just kind of regular wine. I think it's it's lower alcohol content. Pretty sure. Mm. Good, I guess. Pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah. Pre-blessed wine, pre-blessed wafers. Mm Mm-hmm. And we're talking a party, baby. Yeah. Well, hey, you're a party guy. You, you go to shows. You go to parties. Anything new happening that we're missing out on? You're in the center of it all. And, uh, yeah, everybody's drinking church wine now. It's <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, I, I saw it when I drove past the Italian festival yesterday. Everybody just drunk on church wine. Wow. Yeah, no, I mean, look, everybody's trying to cut back on alcohol <laughs> slowly you know, but surely. So lower alcohol content. If, perfect. If they're looking to get asses into the pews, <laughs> that's one way to do it. It's one way to do it. Well, we got our asses in our, our fine chairs here, gentlemen. We got the OG3 of the Square Podcast. Yeah. Of course, it's Re. It's Diamond Jim. And it, and it's uh, a snake. All right. It is 716 day, as we said before. Re, I got to ask you, are you are you into Wes Anderson? Are you twee? You know, I, I, I am. I, I'd say I'm probably less into Wes Anderson than I used to be. Yeah, okay. Why is that? You know, I think he's kind of, uh, what's that old family guy sketch that talk about the Godfather? Like it, it what is it? Pr- <laughs> it's something itself. It like, it insists upon itself. Oh, okay. I feel like Wes Anderson nowadays, I tried to watch the French, French dispatch the other day. I was pretty sleepy. It was mid. It was mid. So I, I fell asleep. The last great Wes Anderson movie for my money was Grand Budapest Hotel. Well, that's the best one he's probably ever done. Yes. Uh, Moonrise Kingdom was also great. Yeah. I, I like that one a bunch. And then, of course, you know, Rushmore. Uh, Life Aquatic is pretty good. Uh, yeah, like, Life Aquatic is... I, I, I'm a little hot and cold on, on Life Aquatic. I know people love it. Yeah, um, it's, it's, not, it's not in my top three. It's an entertaining watch. 
but uh, you know, I, I'm I'm a Rushmore partisan mm-hmm. myself. Mrs. Snake and I went to see Asteroid City the other night, and uh, it's pretty good. I'd recommend it. I think not as not as good as maybe uh, Grand Budapest, but I think it's it's better than mid. Okay. Ran into a little issue. You know how you go into the theaters and you get assigned seats now. Mm-hmm. We were we were one of the first people there. We get early. I get my raisinets. My wife can't understand why I eat raisinets. I I must be like an eighty year old trapped mm-hmm. in a forty year old body. But I fucking love raisinets at the movie theater and nowhere else. And she can't even stand the smell of them. Anyway, we sit down. Only ones in the theater. People start filtering in, but it's by no means a full theater. This motherfucker, even though there's Four seats to the left of me, sits right next to me, has the biggest bucket of popcorn, and one, one kernel at a time, chomps, chomps consistently in my ear for 20 minutes straight until I get up and move. And like, I look at him funny, and he doesn't get the point. He's just like content with like chomping very loudly right next to me in an empty theater. Was it Nick Langworthy? <laughs> It was some person with, uh, you know, those, like, Jesus sandals. Oh. You know? You should have... Was it Jesus? Yeah. (laughs) I think the hair was too short. Oh, okay. You should have chomped louder on your raisinets. You should have been... They don't chomp. Well, no, but you got to do, like, the weird, like... (laughs) This guy kept going. It didn't bother him that I noticeably got ticked off and moved, and annoyed and moved. He did it throughout the whole movie. He had enough popcorn, one kernel at a time. His girlfriend or whomever... Next to him, his, was feeder. Hold, what, his feeder was holding the big bucket of popcorn. He was getting a handful at a time and one kernel at a time, chomping, chomping, chomping. What's up with this motherfucker? That's sociopath behavior. Why yeah. did he have to sit right the fuck next to me? So there were, so there were seats yes. around you. Oh, yes. And he chose to sit right. You know, he could feel the natural snake charisma. I think that's what he wanted. No, what I think was a lot of people... They'll go in and, and they'll select seats, and they think they got to abide by their seat selection. It's not a, it's not a law. No. You, can, you, you don't have to be that much of a rule follower. The movie theater police, along with the Hatch Act police, mm-hmm. yes. are going to enforce your seating. No. I think the movie theater police are actually a little bit more legit than the Hatch Act police. I'm 20 minutes into the film. I couldn't get into it at all because the chopping was too damn loud. This, Can't stand it. Th- this reminds me, because you told me a bit about this the other day, but this reminds me of when I went to a NASCAR race. Like, yes. Like, <laughs> like 20 years ago. Right. And uh, there was a family of four in front of me, and uh, they were all wearing uh, like the same like NASCAR like gear. Like they were all wearing like the M&M's car or whatever fucking car. Who gives a shit? Um, but like the, uh, it, this was in Tennessee at Bristol. Yeah. And you could smoke inside. Also, you could bring up to two coolers per person. All no right. glass bottles. That's cool. And no shotguns. Didn't say anything about handguns or rifles. No <laughs> shotguns on the side. Um, but so this guy, chain smoke. He did not stop smoking the entire race. But he also never took his eyes off the race. As his cigarette got low, he would just elbow his wife, and she would light a cigarette in her mouth and pass it to him. So he never had to take his eyes off the race the entire t- like three hours of racing, and he never stopped smoking. But did he chomp on those cigarettes so loud that you couldn't hear the race? Well, you couldn't hear goddamn shit at the at the race. <laughs> I love the idea that he didn't even like grunt. He was just like elbow. Yeah, uh-huh. it was just uh-huh. not even like. Well, it, 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 it's it is so loud, especially like at, at most races, it's loud. But like Bristol, where you're just like stuck in like a, a aluminum container, and you've got all these fucking race cars going, you can't hear anything. Like you, you, if you yelled at the person sitting next to you, you couldn't hear them. So elbowing, I think, is the only way to communicate. Yes. So, well, you know, Jim, I uh, I wonder if. Um, you know, Mickey Kearns took that $90,000 that's missing or unaccounted for right now. And maybe he went to go to the races or maybe he went to the theater. Maybe he bought out all the theater seats at the North Park. Or maybe he invested in performance cigarettes. Mm-hmm. Now that now that would be a, f- a wise fiscal decision for the county. Right. Because the stock on that is going up, up, that's up. Right. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yep. It's, the, it's the new, uh, uh, what's that, GameStop or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yes we're, it's the new GameStop amc sure yeah. <laughs> yeah for sure so yes erstwhile michael p has been under some scrutiny pretty much the, the pretty much all of 2023 i'd say whether it was for oh i don't know using county funds for uh his re-election campaign or now um you know being under the microscope for monies that were missing after uh, 
raising a, a big stink about Kevin Hardwick, uh, you know, putting the screws to him. Yeah, makes sense why he didn't want to open up the books to the comptroller now. I mean, what's I mean? Yeah, uh, what's ninety thousand dollars between friends? Yeah, it just slips through the cracks, right? You know, that's a, it's a funny number because it's almost like a salary type of number, Jim. <laughs> that's it's almost like a salary type of number. It makes me wonder if there's like somebody who's getting maybe getting paid who you know. I don't know. This is all wild speculation, of yeah. course. But what's not wild speculation is that, look, there's $90,000 that is unaccounted for. I think it was over a 40-day period, 28 of the days the, the funds were not accounted for. Yeah. got to ask, what's market salary for someone who lights cigarettes and puts them in your mouth? I mean, at least 90000 <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. We don't know. We don't know what uh, Mickey is done with the money. It very well could be there, and he's just too fucking stupid. To I mean, that's, that, that is like like... I would think with most people, I'd be like, oh, they can't be that incompetent, but could be with Mickey. Could He just could be that incompetent. He truly could be that incompetent. And it's so funny because you know for a fact that if this were any other elected official, Mickey Kearns would be the first one to have a press conference talking about their uh, you know, financial malfeasance and corruption. And- well, if this was any other nominal Democrat, Mike Crocker and the Erie County GOP would be out there like, demanding that this person be like drawn and quartered but for some reason they've been pretty quiet about mickey kearns yeah it's weird very strange it's very strange and you know and i mean yeah a democrat in the county under the oversight of mark paul and cars yeah they've been strangely quiet Jim. yeah did the county clerk sponsor the italian festival this year for ninety thousand dollars <laughs> oh that's what it is like the Italian American Idol is sponsored by Michael P. Kearns. <laughs> Brought to you by Mickey Kearns. Yeah. My, Just unmarked bills. My, my theory is, you know, he saw what Rashid Wyatt did with the university district, like $300,000 for a big party. And so he just put that, he just put a bunch of money aside for the Parade of Circles next year, Jim. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he really wants to turn it into a, into a riot. So the Mick man is, uh, you know, under some heat. I, again, my speculation, he's paying somebody on the side. But the more likely Occam's razor answer is that he just is an idiot and he's incompetent right. and did not file his books or paperwork properly. Hiring, I don't know, somebody's kid from South Buffalo to work in his office, like right. almost assuredly, mm-hmm. uh, who is not qualified to be doing the job that they're doing because, as it turns out, the county clerk's office, while there is plenty of patronage, um, is not a council seat. It's not even an assembly seat. It, it actually requires work mm-hmm. and requires a lot of oversight. So the model of, all right, uh, you know, so-and-so Sullivan's dipshit kid can work in my office this summer and, you know, take care of the paperwork. It just doesn't hit the same as when uh, Mr. Kearns was in the council or even the assembly. Uh, can I bring up something that's not on the board that's related? Please. For- former county clerk. Ah. Right. Uh, uh, are, are we referring to... You're saying billionaire? Uh, what's it? What's it? What are they got? In Delaware J- North. Jacobs? Yeah, fucker. Jacobs. Jacobs. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. The scion of the Jacobs family. That's right. There you go. Scion of the Jacobs family. Yeah, I guess the DA cleared him of all wrongdoing, and then uh, he's in, he's got a puff piece in the Buffalo News the next day. Yeah. Uh, the d- Cleared him of all wrongdoing of that fire. On Main Street. That, that killed uh, Jason Arno. Jason Arno. Yeah. Well, good for him. Right. Good. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm happy when good things happen to good people. You know, good things like uh, being cleared of all wrongdoing related to a fire that killed a Buffalo firefighter. Um, in no way, no neglect by Chris Jacobs or his company. Mm-hmm. So that's good. I'm I'm happy that, you know, he was cleared. And uh, and, and I'm happy the Buffalo News celebrates such a pillar of the community um, like they did. I didn't read the, the aforementioned puff yeah, piece. Yeah, I didn't bother either. Well... You could have gone a lot of ways when you said, like, speaking of former county clerks, I was like, are we going to talk about the governor? <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. I. That's what I was wondering myself. Yeah. Not today. Okay. <laughs> Not today. We're going we're gonna to give Hochul uh, a pass for now. <laughs> what we aren't going to give a pass to, Jim, is redistricting. Yeah. Uh, so I guess it is related to the governor, right? it is right? related to the governor. Well, I mean, um, she didn't draw the maps. No, but... Uh, so Janet DeFiore, yeah. former 
chief justice of the court of appeals, yep. you know, kind of initiated this whole right wing bend to redistricting during the, uh, after the last sentence or right. s- census. And now we've got a new justice. She re- she's retired since, and it looks like Dems might have a chance to get some seats back in the house. Yeah. Dems are getting the seats. I mean, the Republicans say they're going to appeal. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. We'll, I guess we'll see how many more times we can, we can do this dance. So, so it looks like it's going to th- go through a similar process. It's going to go back to that split committee. Yeah. They're not going to agree on anything, and it's going to go back to the legislature. Right. And the, and, the, and that's going to be official this time. And then, the, yeah, this time the, the Assembly and the Senate get to do whatever they want. Right. Um, and hopefully what they do is, like, if they really gerrymander, like, what, you know, the Republicans do in, like, some of the southern states, you know, Democrats in New York State should pick up, like, six seats. Do that then. Like, yes. you know, like, like that, that's... You know, like the, the problem with like Democrats, you know, especially like the national level, right? Is like Republicans treat Democrats as a, like they are demons who must be exercised from the world, and Democrats treat Republicans like other oh, well-meaning colleagues who just don't understand how we have to do things. Well, it, it all stems back to this 2014 law that kind of limited gerrymandering in mm-hmm. the state, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, because but yeah, because like New York State was like, well, if we if we limit gerrymandering, maybe we're, other states will do it. We're too. We're going to set a good example, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How'd that work out for him? <laughs> oh boy! Yeah, and and oh, we'll give him the crickets. There we yeah. go. There's the slide whistle. So I mean, I mean, I, you know, it would be a shame to lose like such esteemed members of the house, like George Santos. Real shame that. I, 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 truth be told, I do think a lot of the actual. I mean, other than the the true, like clear eyed, like true believers, um, I do think the vast majority of like the Republicans. Are like they 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 don't fully share like their their constituents, but the ones that do are just so like whoa. Yeah. And I think I think I think more it's been more and more that the Republican Party in their leadership has resembled their actual membership more. Mm-hmm. Um, because look, think about it. Like you've had many decades now of Republicans who, you know, will will talk the talk um, on things like you know, abortion or, you know, any other gay rights or whatever, while probably in their own personal life, or at least at the parties they attend being like, Hey, I'm just kind of putting on an act, you know, mm-hmm. it's like wrestling kayfabe, yeah. but now it's like, no, nope, nope. A lot of these Republicans are, uh, it's not kayfabe anymore. It's, it, it's gone from wrestling to like UFC fighting. Yeah. Um, so I, I think if it's going to be hand to hand, it's going to be ugly and messy. Sometimes you got to be ugly and messy back. Yeah. So good on the New York State Dems for having a little spine. And I mean, I, I, yeah, having a little spine. Like, I mean, they kind of like lucked into this that the, the court turned. Uh, yes. Yes. But it takes a little spine to act on that. You know, yeah. they could have, again, back to the 2014 law where they're like, well, you know. well I mean, well, they, haven't, they, they haven't acted on it yet. Let's see. Let's, they put let's up see. a fight with the new uh, Justice of Court of Appeals. They, they and did. They won. Yeah, they, 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 they Polka did. Polka wanted to jam through some other motherfucker. Right. Conservative. No, I mean the, the 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 Senate and the Assembly have decided to stand up to Hochul a bit this year, so you know we'll see where it goes from there. Well, in uh, in other news, in, in more in a more local bent, mm-hmm. non political side, this is uh, restaurants and bars and local nightlife in a huge blow to our local nightlife around here. Uh, inexplicably, it feels like we saw <clears throat> Thin Man on Elmwood close. Pretty much overnight. Yeah. Like, we're talking about, like, when the uh, the Baltimore Colts left. Yeah. And they went to Indianapolis. They packed up the, the moving trucks, and they just left that overnight. I, this is all going to be, like, whispers and innuendo, but from what has been posted by staff or friends of staff who work there, uh, they got, like a, like, a DM the night before basically saying, hey, we're closing. Mm-hmm. I think so. so. The brewery portion, there's a small brewery portion there. It still exists, mm-hmm. and there, and I, I believe the the brewers are still employed. Uh, I think it's separate from the brew pub portion. Okay, and they went and they uh, they found that the doors were locked. The way I understand it, I don't know if that's right right or not. I mean, that may be an exaggeration, may be true, yeah. but either way, I mean, like the sentiment is there. Um, yep. And I, again, I don't have access to thin man's books i don't know you know how they were doing foot traffic volume it always appeared to be a pretty high volume bar it, it appeared to be a thriving business mm-hmm. it, it appeared to be a thriving business um you know i mean the place of two stories mm-hmm. you know two full bar areas the downstairs was always pretty packed uh that upstairs they had 
the actual bar and then they had like the back patio. Mm-hmm. Um, no less in the summertime that they'd be closing too. Yeah, and then they released like some bullshit statement about COVID. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> right. Okay. You know, um, what's the goss on this, guys? That's the tough part is we don't really know. Yeah, I mean, the the rumor that I heard was that, like, you know, um, it was, it's been pretty clear that, like, it sounds like Mike Schatzel had sold his share in that part of Dead Man, the, okay. the, the Elmwood brew pub, a while ago. Right. Um, so that leaves Termini. And so, yeah, and that, that Termini basically, like, you know, for whatever reason, decided to, like, throw a fit and, like, he's closing, closing up shop, whether he's leaving Buffalo entirely or just that particular endeavor. You know, and one of the rumors I had heard from a friend of mine who used to work at that Thin Man location uh, was that Termini came in frequently, and like even though they were making money hand over fist, it was never enough for him. Oh sure, you know, yeah, typical rich guy behavior. Like, you know, like you know, we're we're doing extremely well, and it's just never enough. He's just sorry that he's not in the papers anymore, and Doug Jamal is. I think that's it. I think he's jealous mm-hmm. of Doug Jamal. He was the the Buffalo savior, and now he's not. We've got a, we've got a, a new prophet. No, I mean he's cast by the wayside. You know he <clears throat> he let his stock drop really with the pool club. The pool club. Yep. And I mean, the pool club is still kicking, by the way. Oh, it is. People, to to my understanding, the pool club still exists. If I I'm, think if it I, does, but I don't know how well it's doing. I feel like if it even if one person, so I, I bet there's not enough money coming from thin man because all that money's got to subsidize the pool club that's that's uh you know rocco termini's uh vanity wait project. wait wait, wait. Did, do we know does mickey kearns go to the pool club oh, oh. how deep does this go wait a second how deep does this go we're connecting the dots here yeah. at the square this morning yep mickey kearns and pepe silvia go into the <laughs> pool club together pour one out for elma thin man that i mean boy you know i we used to live down by their gym yeah one of the one of my best places to play skee-ball yeah, we used to live over there, and and that little strip of Elmwood has always been uh, very weird from a foot traffic and and kind of bar and nightlife perspective. Like it's it's too far away from Buff State to really get a lot of the Buff State mm-hmm. crowd and traffic. It's far enough away from Allen that uh, you're probably not going that far down um, if you're looking to go out. You know, you might you might go to Savoy on right. Elmwood, mm-hmm. but you're not going all the way down to like by West Utica there. I feel like it ebbs and flows, right? It does. It does ebb and flow. Milky's is still kicking though. The milk, the milkman, may he rest in peace. Right. right. Um, you know, they're still, they're still thriving over there. Uh, but I, I, I'm even thinking like, what was the sandwich shop that was over there used to be? The, the one that was on hurdle, they tried to, Oh, uh, uh, Joe's Deli. Joe's Deli. Right. There's another restaurant in that location. Inizio, which is great. It's a great pasta shop. And they've got the dinner club that used to be, what was that other bar before that? The uh, Fuck, I know. I can't remember. Uh, Village Beer Merchant was there. Right. I mean, the only thing that's really, <laughs> the only thing that's really stood the test of time is Thirsty Buffalo. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, that's, now that Thin Man is closing, I think we should pull our resources and, and reopen Faraday's. Oh, nice, dude. Okay. All right. Yep. Nice. You could start by everybody going in and pissing on the floor. <laughs> I, I was just going to take a knife to like all the upholstery in there and slice it all up so that it, it, we get that real Faraday's feel to it. Yeah. I don't know what got into me one night on the jukebox. I put on Lisa Loeb. That you know that Lisa Loeb song. Yeah. You and, uh, say. Yeah. And they, they told me to hear what I want. They told me to get out. <laughs> <laughs> what a bunch of haters! I know. Mm-hmm. That's a great song. Yeah, they were miserable, but I, I was feeling it. You know, the other thing that used to be there that was standing the test of time until it burned up was Louis. Oh, oh right yes. on. Because mm-hmm. then they tried to open like what, like the, uh, like the the sh- not a shake, but it was like the healthy, right? Wait, it's it, food yeah, place. Yeah, the uh, the Newberry Market or whatever. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah they were like, they're like, hey, well, let's go as far away from Louis trash as possible. It failed miserably. Yeah, um, and. Because everybody who lives on Hodge and West Utica is a garbage monster, and they just want their trash. They just want their trash. <laughs> that's, that's, they're all at the, the church garbage sale. <laughs> <laughs> they want their hot dogs at yeah. their church garbage sale. <laughs> yep, it's, it's just just nothing but like 2,000 Oscar the Grouches over there on those streets. Yeah, it's truly, it is, it is a weird area. And I was kind of surprised when, I mean, it was such prime real estate, I guess, for... Thin man, it seemed like like mm-hmm. nothing else is around, so that could be the thin. Not nothing else, but nothing is like high profile. Thin man, mm-hmm. so you know, I'm sure. 
and they did. They seemed to make a ton of money over there. Yeah. I, I guess it's just a testament to Rocco Tremini's hubris. Yeah. Who's to say? Yeah. I mean, because it, I knew something must have been going, coming up because like a, a week ago or maybe, maybe 10 days ago, um, they postponed their beer festival that they're going to have at Front Park that they were sponsoring. And I saw that and I was like, well, that's interesting. Yeah, what's up with that? We, we also, I mean, not to speculate on broader trends, but uh, they say younger people are, are drinking less nowadays. Less beer, like, especially less wine. Less yeah. beer, less wine. Less in general. Mm-hmm. Just less in general as they, you know, focus on other substances. It's all this maybe. weed business. Mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> it is a lot of the weed business. Um, so that could be part of it, but I, I doubt it. The, the market that they were catering to was like, I don't know, mid 30s, 40s professionals. Um, young professionals, so yeah. uh, I, I don't think it's that, but maybe who knows? Who knows? Either way, they're closed. But you know, it's open for business. They're soon to be Hamburg and the Hamburger Water Towers. Yep. All right. A, a crusade, a pet crusade of ours here at the Square mm-hmm. Podcast. For many years, mm-hmm. we bent the ear of uh, you know Randall Hoke mm-hmm. many a time and said, "Hey, where's the burger?" If he gets this done, he's officially the best politician in Western New York. Yeah. I think that no dispute there. Yeah. Yep. But I, I guess it, Mark it, it down Buffalo spree. I guess it reached a, a crucial step and it's, and it's kind of on its way. Yeah. You know, the, yeah, the, remember we were going through like a paint testing process and everything. It seems like, you know, that's, that's going the fundings there. All right, let's, yeah. let's go. In order to be a true buzzing metropolis that it, that it is Hamburg, you need that hamburger water tower. Yeah, that's right. Change the name of the town to Smashburg. <laughs> oh, That'd be pretty good. Or we could just start calling it that. Smash yeah, Smashburg. Then eventually, a century later, it'll catch on so much. That's just the town. Right, right, yeah. We'll just we'll start pitching that idea to like real estate professionals, <laughs> calling it Smashburg. Dude, dude, they should lean into it. They should. I don't know the name of their like high school football team. It's probably something Bulldogs. Bulldog. Okay, thank God it's not anything racist. <laughs> they should change. It. They they should be the Hamburg Sliders. Okay. Oh yeah. Okay. Lean into that. Lean Genius. into it, baby. Genius idea. Uh-huh. I was at the Gra- uh, I was at the Grange a couple weeks ago. It's nice. I, Grange is great. Grange oh, is great. Awesome I was at a, I was at a wedding there. Really? Yeah. The, uh, do they have like a big outdoor section? No, no, it was a small wedding. Oh boy, okay. It was great. Wow. Yeah, it's a it's a real nice spot. Hamburg Hamburg is on the come up. Yeah. Got to got to hand it to Hamburg. Smashburg is on the Smashburg come up. Smashburg is on the Smashburg. come up. No. You know it's not on the come up, Snake. What's that? I mean, anybody who is involved in plastics. Despite what they were saying, the graduate. <laughs> a timely reference, Jim. <laughs> so you, get, you guys heard about this story? So, so first of all, let's just talk about a, a, a plastics plant that makes PVC pipes. It's the same kind of shit that tipped over in the train in Ohio, which ruined that town. Right. T- same type of microplastics but, and shit. And you know how hard you have to do to ruin a town in Ohio? <laughs> <laughs> what, what people in Ohio thought was okay. <laughs> Just the standards have to be so low. Right. Yeah, so same type of plastics plant. They want to put a bunch of microplastics in the air. Um, but in, uh, to do this, they would like some tax breaks uh, from the local IDA. I guess they submitted... An application with some studies explaining, you know, the environmental impacts. Come, uh, come to find out, uh, I think it was a UB professor mm-hmm. looked at it and said, "This is bullshit. I can't find this this study anywhere." And it turns out they they put it into ChatGPT and made the whole fucking thing up. And then they're like, "Yeah, we did that. They owned <laughs> up to it." And I don't know <laughs> if that'll affect their. I'm uh, glad they owned up to it. You know, that's their really... application with the IDA. But yeah. It's like, you tell ki- it's like you tell kids, you know, if you make a mistake, don't lie about it. Just own up to it. Yeah. Right. You know. That's better to uh, beg for forgiveness than ask for permission, right? Right. right. That's their philosophy, I yeah. guess. Right. And much just like, you know, like stealing cookies mm-hmm. from the cabinet, the, creating a whole study, whole cloth on <laughs> advanced AI, uh, you know. Mm-hmm. I, I got a little slap on the wrist and, mm-hmm. and move it, on. It's certainly the dawn of a new age. Can we just pump the plastics directly into the lake? <laughs> <laughs> Um, that, did they did they do did they do a fake study on how that's hold, safe hold, for everybody? Hold on, let me ask Chat GPT. <laughs> <laughs> we can pump all the all the plastic. That just ru- ruins the intake at the falls. Yeah, no hydropower for New York City anymore. Pat Burke tried to take out the microplastics. What if we put in the macroplastics? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Take macros. those take those out, bitch. <laughs> yeah, we got to think bigger. 
Oh, boy. So are they still going to get the money? Is there going to be any repercussions on this? Who knows? Who the fuck knows in Niagara County, right? Mm-hmm. Ni- Niagara County. What a, what a place. Mm-hmm. That's wild. Like I, The fucking A&W got tax breaks from the IDA, for Christ's sake, that they're building by the falls. That You know, I knew like generative AI had the power to do a lot, but to come up with a whole study. And, <laughs> I mean, dude, this is like... This is like a breakthrough because, you know, the, the domino effect of this is going to be most shitheads are like, oh, every study is fake. Everything is fake. But now they have a leg to stand on. We're like, well, see. Yeah, I, I think another issue for, that stems from this is they could have hired a professional bullshitter to do this. And AI, and AI took a job from somebody. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's why we're rising up and striking all, all these unions right now. Right. I mean, you got to prevent this shit. Yeah, they could have easily found some, like you said, professional bullshitters. Some, some right. They could have found the, like the guy who like says vaccines cause autism and like, hey, what do you what do you think about plastics? He's like, I love them. Yeah, yeah. I, I just well, love they them. don't cause autism. <laughs> I love some guy at the plastic company though. Literally, like pulling Chat GPT up and it's like, write me a study. <laughs> like, yeah. like write study for plastics. <laughs> That's uh, that, there's no way that anybody who is like an executive at the, at the plastic company did that. Like they had like their like 16 year old intern do it for them. Mm-hmm. Well, he didn't want to miss his hot dog lunch. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, well, needed it done now. Right, that that makes sense. We'll keep an eye on that. But in all honesty, that's insane. I can't believe they tried to pull that off with a straight face. Um, and it probably would have been caught if not for some enterprising professor who was like, "What? Mm-hmm. See." Which leads me to wonder how many other studies out there might be. Academia isn't a complete waste of time. Yeah. Just mostly a waste of time. <laughs> uh, sorry. That's the only reason that professor found it is because they've also been trying to prove that plastics are great. <laughs> and they're like, like, I couldn't find this study to, to, to support my yeah, thesis. Right, right, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, moving on. To the wide world of sports. Yeah. Sports. We like sports, folks. We yeah. love sports. We just don't. We aren't the sports podcast, but but we'll make an exception here and now um, for the NWHL and the Buffalo Buttes. Is it the NWHL? Is that the name of the league? I think that was uh, the most recent iteration of the Buffalo Buttes was the NWHL. Okay, because there have been a lot of different ver- versions or d- different leagues. I yeah. should say, and the, the new league again. The, is there a new league now? If they yeah yeah they they combined like the two leagues. Bought them out, um, and they're only going to have like six franchises. Um, Buffalo's not going to be one of them, although they, you know, which I think is a mistake because we supported the team and we're yeah. a big hockey market. Yeah, but uh, who knows? Yeah, uh, I mean, they did say that you know if it if it goes well, they'd like to expand. Okay, so I, I could see Buffalo being one of the first expansions because sure. we are a huge hockey market. You know, R.I.P. Buttes. Um, it's a shame. You know, like yeah. um, I know a lot of people who like really liked going to the games, supported yeah. them. Um, you know, that they, they were a good influence. You know, having a professional women's sports team in Buffalo is something I think we need. Right on. Um, so, uh, you know, it, and, and, and they did a lot. They gave it back to the community a lot. Like, they did a lot of stuff, at, you know, at the Harbor Center, you know, like you know, teaching people, teaching kids how to skate or, yeah. or adults. I don't know. Maybe that's where Mickey spent the $90,000. <laughs> now he knows how to ice skate. You keep up with Mark Bowling cars. <laughs> <laughs> the thing that's just, like, really strikes me just in general about th- this league or the different iterations of the league. Like we're, we're in at one point, the Buffalo Buttes like part of the one Buffalo group. Like, yeah. like didn't the Pagulas own the one Buttes at one point? I think so. Listen, Terry Pagula, you know, businessman, he can do whatever he wants with his money, but it just seemed like such a miss that they let that, you know, dissolve or dissipate. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I'm not behind the scenes on anybody's boardrooms making financial decisions, but it just, it was very curious at the time where they did split and that ultimately to kind of see the league go this way. It just seems like such a huge miss for all parties involved. I mean, you know, like I, th- I think that like, you know, you know, we see like the, the, the big four sports leagues in North America as like, Oh, that they've always been successful. That's not the case. I mean, there was a lot of false starts for professional sports in all, all four sports. Right. Um, I mean, hockey actually probably had the easiest start in professional sport, but like, you know, basketball, the NBA, you know, was there's various pro leagues, you know, that competed against each other, and then, and it wasn't until like like the seventies that the NBA kind of like took off. Even the NFA, NFL didn't get as big as it did until the late sixties, right? right? And, and even baseball was king of, for a century. But and even that, like you know, there was competing professional right. leagues sure. in baseball. There was competing right. professional leagues in in football. 
and I'm not just talking about the AFL, but there was like the All American Football League. There was a bunch of different things. So like, you know, professional sports when they start up, they don't immediately become super successful. The MLS, which I, you can debate how successful it is, but like, you know, uh, it certainly it makes money for people, mm-hmm. and it, it's an anomaly that it was able and like, but it was heavily subsidized for a long time too to yeah. make sure that it, it's existed, it, it succeeded. I mean, you know, the first ten years of MLS. Messi was not coming to Miami. That was never going to happen. Right. You know, I mean, it actually really basically took like David Beckham coming to LA. Yeah. For like anybody to start like paying attention to the MLS in this country. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And now the MLS has, you know, a thriving culture and luring big names and, you know, at at the end of their careers, but well, yeah, better, better sometimes. I I don't know. I mean, I mean, yeah, I mean, I mean, they can come to the United States or I guess Saudi Arabia is the other option. Right, and go shopping at Publix for cereal. Yeah. Do you see that picture of Messi? No. Oh, man. He's in a, like, all sorts of, like, pictures popped up of him just with a shopping cart in a Publix. Wow. <laughs> like, with, like, a whole big cart full of fucking Lucky Charms. Nice. <laughs> um, but, yeah, no, I it is, it is very sad to see um, the Buttes go. It's sad to see women's hockey uh, leave the area, and at least in a professional capacity for right now. I know there'll be something, but you know, a lot of people are very invested in the success of the organization. Um, a lot of fans and partisans and it just sucks. Yeah. I hate to see it really not, not in like a facetious way. I really hate to see it. Yeah. Um, but you know what I'd like to see Jim. Yeah. It's if, you know, if you want to take the edge off of losing the buttes <laughs> next week, you can start. <laughs> Wait, maybe there's another theory on where that 90 K went. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, dispensaries are finally, finally being opened in the Buffalo, Western New York area. That is state-approved, licensed, right? Which, which means I, th- you know, the other thing that's coming is that the state has announced that like they're going to start cracking down on these unlicensed dispensaries, mm-hmm. like you know, because well, they're not getting tax revenue from them, so they're going to start cracking down. Um, I, you know, I, I, I would assume that the native-owned ones are probably fine. Oh yeah, they're going to leave I'm them sure. alone. They don't want to open that up. Um, but you know, like, you know, like what we talked about with AJ at the 420 episode, like pretty much every smoke shop in the area is selling. And you've got like on Elmwood, there's one place that just calls itself a sticker shop, like on its sign. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, okay, guys. Mm-hmm. Let's uh, see what happens there. Right. Or there's the place. In- I don't think those places are going anywhere. I think there's going to be, you know, increased enforcement of, of the law, but they're still going to pop up. Oh yeah. They'll, they'll, they'll pop up. There's, but- there's going to be an underground. Yeah. Um, but no, they, they got the two official openings. Uh, what Herbal IQ on Transit Road in Depew, mm-hmm. um, going into the old classic Q billiard, billiards place um, by French Road. There uh, is going to be opening. I think they're targeting the twenty first of July. They still have the billiard tables, do they? I don't know. Do they? Uh, I don't think so. Oh, okay. They said it's going to be a place that you feel like you could bring your grandmother. <laughs> and I was like, my grandma's pretty cool. <laughs> All right. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Not bad. Yeah. And then so uh, it's going to be an antique store too. Yeah, right. yeah they're going to have Hummels. <laughs> uh, and then uh, Dank on Main Street. Yeah, Dank opening uh, five hundred one Main Street, uh, likely next week, July twenty second. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, where is five hundred one Main? Is that in Tonawanda? Five hundred one Main would be like by Hatches and Hops. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. oh! I was thinking the wrong. We have Maine. Oh, hell yeah, dude. Downtown, baby. Yeah. Because I work, when I worked at DSS, that was 478 Maine. That, that's a game changer. I, that close to Casa de Pizza is insane. Yeah. You've yeah. got Casa de Pizza. You've got Masuda Childs. You've got OSB. That that district, that little stretch there is becoming quietly like yeah. one of the more popular nightlife yeah. outlets. Yeah, I mean, you're, right you're not far from you know, Fatties and Grayland. Lucky Day. Yeah, Lucky Day. Lucky Day's right down the street and... You're close enough that if you want to go to hit the chip strip, you could. Right. Yeah. But why would you want to? I right. wouldn't. Right. Yeah. I no. do I do like that little corridor of Main Street down there. I like it a lot more once Dank opens, I'll tell you that. Yeah. I'll tell you a section of downtown that's not doing so hot. Bray Miller. Yeah. Okay. Forgot Ooh. about forgot about that one. Ooh. This whole uh, half a million dollar boondoggle here. Mm-hmm. How are we feeling about Bray Miller? I'm I'm of two minds on this. On, okay. on the one hand, I, I don't think the council needs to bail out Bray Miller. No. 
I don't. I mean, do I think they need a supermarket down there? Yes. Well, and that's it. I think a lot of a lot of ostensibly, you know, uh, well-meaning people, um, you know, left-leaning people I've seen on the internet have taken different turns at dunking on the Bray Miller debacle or whatever. I, I mean, it's fine. It's 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 fine. It's not a great shopping experience. It's in a terrible location like actual physical location. The area needs one down there, but I think that location doesn't promote any kind of foot traffic really. Mm-hmm. Like the parking situation is not great. I know parking, but it really like for a supermarket, you need some kind of parking. Um, it's or, not, or like dense residential near there where you could walk to the market. Right. Right. It's like one or the other. It really has neither. It, it mm-hmm. baffles me that they chose that particular spot to open what they want to have be a supermarket. But... But I do applaud. I mean, look, we we talk often about like food deserts and we talk about places that, you know, are without actual good food options. And look, Bray Miller is not catering to lower income. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, it's a glorified lunch place for the office workers down there. It was started before the pandemic and now they're, they're fucking suffering because there's not a lot of that office traffic anymore. You know, again, like there's a, there's a plethora of reasons why I think that place isn't doing well. I I, I do hand it to him for trying. Mm-hmm. Like, sure. R- rarely do I like a- applaud the fine business community here in Buffalo, but I I do like. Okay, you know, you're like, all right, we need a supermarket downtown. We're gonna try this. We're gonna open it. Mm-hmm. Okay. I. That being said, the subsidy situation, I, we, we can't bail this guy out. No, no. I mean, and I think part of the problem with Bray Miller is that, like, because like they are they are targeting themselves as like an upscale market, but like so like they're trying to target like the people who can't afford like the the new condos and apartments downtown but a lot of those people do have vehicles and they're like well i mean if i'm gonna pay that much i'll just go to fucking wegmans i got a car i can drive i don't have to go to your shitty place i'll go to trader joe's like i'll drive to the burbs and go to trader joe's right didn't they remove a lot of the seating and and stuff that you would you would use to make it like a comfortable hangout place and yeah they're just just kind of fucking the whole thing up yeah it it doesn't have an identity at the end of the day like logistical issues aside which again i still think it's like a terrible location um but all that aside like you got to pick a lane and figure out what you want to yeah. be it sounds like they're trying to pull in three different directions um at the same time and they're and who's the owner on that was that uh he's another one of our our leading lights oh simonelli you're talking about yeah, yeah. simonelli mm-hmm. simonelli um they're looking for is it like 50 000? i don't know if he's the owner of the business but he's an investor in the, yeah. in the whole thing well, I know they went crying to the city of Buffalo Common Council looking for. Yeah, he's he's looking to match the the investment. Yeah, right, right. I, I, what the Common the Council five hundred thousand. Yeah, five, yeah, yeah. What the council should do is take that five hundred thousand dollars and give it to Mickey, let him invest it. <laughs> now that's a man who knows what to do with his money. Right. Um, it's they they'll get five hundred thousand dollars of Smitty Wings from mm-hmm. Doc Sullivan's. Mm-hmm. But you know, a lot of your top grocery stores, Tops, Wegmans, they didn't want to have anything to do with that location. Bray Miller's did. Mm-hmm. They wanted to add a location there, and and I think, uh, you know, there's a reason why the more established chains, the ones with name recognition that would probably get more business because of that, didn't want, want to go into that location. I'm sure there's study. They've done studies, and and it just didn't look right. Right. The, the Chat GPT did studies for them. Yeah. Jeff, you, yeah. Right. Well, and again, I, I see a lot of people dunking on Simonelli for going to the city and asking for more money to help out with that which had previously been promised Mm -hmm. to them um to which i say like look uh, like i yeah i think it's a dog shit model and and i think that particular location is bad but also in order to challenge like these food deserts and and again i know i say that knowing full well that bray miller is being marketed to you know the richer yuppier parts of downtown Buffalo, the gentrifiers, but all the same, like it's still an area that had a need that people need to go shopping, grocery shopping. They didn't have anything there. So again, that's why I'm of two minds. Like I said before, I think that this particular location is bad, but I also don't think that you throw out, like, I don't think you dismiss out of hand that the city can invest and help Mm, out with the development of this stuff. Well, of course. And I think that's, uh, that's the core of the political debate between the mayor and I think led by Pridgen, the opposition, right? He's like, there are a lot of other small business owners that need help. You know, let's open a forum to the public and see what these small business owners want to do with all this money. Mm-hmm. 
and then go from there. So you want to put the brakes on, put some thought into this. I mean, it's a lot of money, right? Yeah. Like it's huge amount of money. Like half a million dollars is a lot of money, and there are, I mean, the, the how many dispensaries do you think you could open up with that kind of money? I mean, how many, uh, you know, how many, how many hockey teams could you buy? With that? <laughs> you could put, you, you could, you could float the whole Buffalo Bills just, for that kind just, of money. I'm excited to like they open it up to public comments, and the first person on the list is Jarius Midgen, and it's just the, the the council president with like a fake nose and glasses on. He's like, yes, I think I deserve five hundred thousand <laughs> yeah, yeah. dollars. I mean, for that kind of money, they could finally finish the construction on Allen Street. Like, <laughs> yeah, Jesus, please. Yeah, what, what's your take on that? I mean, there's. Look, I know construction is a fact of life. I'm happy they decided to revamp Allen Street. Um, it is bananas to me that, that they've let it extend this far into the summer, the busiest foot traffic season of the year, including the Allentown Art Festival, um, including, uh, you know, we just had the Taste of Buffalo. I know it doesn't go down like into Allen like that, but right. I mean, again, that foot traffic that could be generated down sure, right. parts of Allen Street. Um I mean, the businesses down there have to be just absolutely livid. Oh yeah, um, you know, and it's it's terrible. I, I again, I know construction takes a long time, but it's literally just like either giant crater, like just giant holes, or just all you know, all rocks and pebbles and stuff. And can I ask what's up with these new parking spaces that are that are built ab- above the street level? Yeah, like, what's up with that? I feel like you have to have an SUV in order to park there, which is kind of ridiculous. Yeah, I've, we've seen them on the on the uh, eastern side of Allen when they redid that portion. Yeah, what's okay? So what's nice about that for them specifically is those parking ballards that they have are removable. Yeah, so right. they can like kind of control sure the parking down there. So that's kind of the excuse. It's still weird. I haven't gotten mm-hmm. quite used to it yet, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm indifferent on them. Yeah, I mean, okay. I've, I've parked there on my Impala. Okay, it worked okay. Yeah, it was fine. All right. Okay. I, I parked. I parked the Jeep over there. Mm-hmm. It's fine, but it's not. I mean, it's. it's I don't, I don't know weird. that. I don't know that I would do it in a Fiat. <laughs> yeah, right. there are some cars you just shouldn't chance it. Right. Yeah. yeah. My, get my smart car up there. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's that. that they got a bunch of those down by by Twenty Six Allen. Have you guys had a chance to go down there yet? No. Twenty Six Allen. It's, I I walked by it yesterday. Um, I was at uh, I went to dinner downtown and then went uh to uh, uh Cafe Fifty Nine for a, mm. a couple of drinks. Oh hell yeah, dude. Love Cafe 59. Um, and then met up some people and had a couple of drinks at Fugazi for somebody's birthday. 26. So 26 Allen. One, it's a very fun and bumping spot. Um, I think it really is. Uh, it's it's 26 Allen. And I think Fugazi is the other one. I, I was at Fugazi last night, right around the corner. There. Yeah, the, right around the corner. On Franklin. Right. I think they're the only two gay bars that are open in, in the city that I know of. Maybe, yeah. Well, I think Underground is still open. Oh, Underground. My apologies to underground. Yeah. Well, certainly the only two that are in the Allentown area. Yeah. Um, but 26 is the new one. It used to be, I think it was Q previously, right? I think so. Yeah. It's a cool spot. They had, I, I okay, I bring this up because I was there Friday night and, you know, I'm a, I'm a, a high noon drinker. Yeah. Sure. I, I like those, you know, they're, they're the good. The reason Thin Man closed down. The reason Thin Man closed down. I got a, a tall boy of a high noon which I'd never seen. Yeah, that's new to me. But it also had a cap where you could like slide to close it. Okay. So it was like a big can, but yeah. then it had like a resealable. Yeah, 26 used to be lid. cathode ray. Cathode, that's what it was. Right. Not Q. Right. Not Q. Right. Right. Yeah. Cathode. Man. Um, Pour one out for cathode. Yeah. And Funky Monkey. Mm-hmm. Pour one out for mm-hmm. a, lot of, a lot of those, a lot of the bars down there really took a hit with COVID. Yeah. yeah. Nature hopefully seems to be healing, but mm-hmm. just a free plug for 26. I like it. It's a good yeah. time. Good vibe. What other good vibes we have coming up here, Snake? I know we, uh, you know, we had a lot in the area recently. We had the Sky Ride that sure. took place today, right? Um, you know, on the Skyway. I, I didn't get a chance to attend, but I had a bunch of friends did. I saw pictures and videos. I'm very jealous. That's what, cool. What about this naked bike ride that you're into? Is that coming up? <laughs> in fact, that's next weekend, <laughs> okay. my friend. All right, the World Naked Bike Ride. Oh. Yes. So people come from all over the world to get naked? People come from all over the world to get naked. No, it's actually hosted in different cities. Oh, that's that's throughout the world. Um I think Portland is a big hub for it. Um Yeah. No. Basically the idea is if everyone's naked, they can't arrest us all. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. And and you can uh 
you know, varying levels of dress, however you feel, however much you feel comfortable. But some people feel very comfortable. Sure. Very comfortable. Yep. Nick Langworthy will be one of those people. Out there. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Nick Langworthy, Carl Palladino. No, no, no. <laughs> That's backfiring. <laughs> Angus the shape-shifting badger out yes, there. Yes, letting it all hang out. Oh, God. Doing, yeah. his, doing his best Dom DeLuise. <laughs> Yeah, so you you yourself don't do not have to be naked if uh, if you don't want to be as naked as Dom DeLuise. <laughs> Another timely reference that I run uh, out. Yeah, yes, yeah, no. yes. If if you don't want to be, you don't don't have to be. I know um, Mickey Harmon uh, uh, is is the organizer here in Buffalo, um, and there's usually a really fun after party with it too. So if you're interested, look it up. Uh, probably by the time you hear this, it'll be close to the weekend. So yeah, get out there. We got any, uh, I know, I know Orville Peck canceled yeah. Buffalo show. Needs some time off. Yeah. Um, I, was, I know Guided by Voices is coming up at the beginning of August. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I saw Of Montreal is coming in September. Oh, really? Yeah. It'd be a good one. Oh, I've seen them like two or three times. They're very good. We got Tennis coming. We got Alex yeah. G and Always coming. Jimmy World is coming. Jimmy World. Yep. Jimmy World of Manchester Orchestra. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That'll be a time. Yeah. Yeah. We've got a lot of awesome concerts we've got what, do we have any big festivals coming up that i'm forgetting oh is it cobblestone coming up that, that was this week that, that was, was this, Friday. that was that's friday right. that's another thing that happened this yeah. weekend holy shit did Waldfest already happen jim uh yes. yeah Waldfest already Wild happened Fest happened yep um we so. got that what's that festival in east aurora yeah that the, the knox knox farm thing that's yeah. a, that's in september sometime yeah that that's oh yeah that's that's coming up later i can't mm-hmm. remember who's playing that this year because they announced the, the the artists yeah i'm sure i'm sure our east aurora correspondents yeah. No, oh, we'll know. have to look into that when it gets closer. Yeah, yeah. We can talk to Robcat and and mm. Bojack, and they, they mm. can they can let us know who what's going on in East Aurora. Yeah, they're hip to it. Oh, there's so much fun stuff happening right now. The summer's flying by too. Yes, that's flying by. But uh, yeah, this episode's been flying by too, boys. Um, I think that's all for this week, unless I'm missing something. But uh, as always, thank you for listening to the Square Podcast. We released usually every week unless we got some shit going on you know we're, we're people we got lives yeah. but we do love talking about all of the nonsense in buffalo western new york and you know sometimes the state of new york and even beyond um so if you are a longtime listener thank you thank you we appreciate you and if you like to talk uh, not just listen to us talk if you want to talk back join our discord where we you know often pull a lot of our news of the week uh, items from because we have such a wonderful community of people who share and are, are active and engaging. And if you like us, if you really, really like us and you want to give us money, you can contribute to our Patreon. We are the Square Podcast on Patreon. And if you want to tell your friends where to listen to us, I mean, just tell them where you listen to us. Like, I don't know. Go to I, I do. I have the Apple, uh, uh, you know, podcast app or whatever it is the standard one but i know people like stitcher i know people like you know google play or whatever we're we're, we're here there and everywhere yeah we're on there yep. we're on there so thanks again and uh till next time